were mermaids. What? Are they well known for luring men to their deaths? I thought those were sirens. Mermaids do it too. I should know. Had a girlfriend who was a mermaid once. Beautiful. Her vital statistics were 38, 24 and a large cod. Carol winced. What a loss you were to the stand-up circuit, Ted. He chuckled, then nodded across to the well-rounded, bubble-haired figure leaning in towards Stephen. That's the famous fiancé, is it? He had not been behind the bar when they arrived, so no introductions had been made. Carol confirmed that it was indeed the famous fiancé. Looks as if she's a good thing for Stephen, Ted observed. How do you mean? I've seen you having lunch in here with him a few times over the years. Conversation seems to be flowing a bit more freely with the fiancé around. Carol neither confirmed nor denied this, but she knew it was true. The days when Stephen had come down to Feathering and picked up his mother from her house high tour for dutiful lunches had never been particularly relaxing for either of them. He had always taken refuge in talking about his work, which made Carol feel guilty because she had so little understanding of what he did and could feign so little interest in it. Gabby's appearance on the scene had certainly freed up the conversational logjam. Even without the reliable standby of the wedding, there never seemed to be a lack of topics for discussion when Gabby was present. Murmuring some all-purpose response to Ted Crisp, Carol crossed back to the table. The momentary dissension between the engaged couple had evidently been smoothed over, but the firmness with which Stephen embarked on a new topic of conversation showed that Gabby's family history was not about to be probed further. "'We've absolutely decided that we're going to get married down here.' "'Down here?' "'Yes, mother, in Feathering.' Carol still winced inwardly at the formality of that mother, particularly as she couldn't forget that Stephen called his father dad. "'But, but surely Gabby's parents, I mean, it is traditional for the bride to be married where she grew up.' Carol looked at Gabby, who shrugged. Well, I wasn't brought up in Harlow, which is where they live now, and in fact I do have a West Sussex connection. Oh? My mother went to school in Worthing. I, I wasn't born down here, but I think she'd only just moved out of the area. I don't know. Mum's always a bit vague about that period of her life. Fine. So it'll be Worthing rather than Harlow. Carol hoped the relief didn't show in her voice. Her middle-class sensibilities would have been troubled by the idea of her son being married in Essex. Hard to disguise that kind of thing. People viewing the wedding photographs would be bound to ask where the event had happened, and of course it would be on the marriage certificate for perpetuity. The genteel folk of West Sussex did not hold the county of Essex in the highest esteem. Yes, besides... Gabby paused as though uncertain whether she should proceed with the sentence. She made up her mind and went on. The fact is, Carol, that my parents aren't really... Well, it's going to be easier all round if Stephen and I make most of the arrangements. Carol didn't say anything, but her disquiet communicated itself, so Gabby hastened to correct any false impression. It's not that they aren't happy about Stephen and me getting married. They're absolutely delighted. It's just... Well, the fact is that my mother is a terrible worrier. Organising a wedding would be like a nightmare for her. She's just not good at that stuff. The only way she's going to enjoy the event is if she has nothing at all to do with the arrangements. Carol took a rather dim view of this. She hadn't got a daughter, so the situation would never arise for her, but she liked to think that in the same circumstances she would have done her duty. 
She might not enjoy organising a wedding, but she knew it was part of the complex package of agreements every parent of a daughter signed up to. Still, maybe those rules didn't apply to people who lived in Essex. She tried to keep the disapproval out of her face, but clearly failed. I know you think that's wrong, Carol, but believe me, if my mother was in charge, A, the wedding wouldn't be at all well organised, and B, being responsible for it would probably give her a nervous breakdown. Well, you know best. That sounds fine. But Carol wasn't convinced it was fine. Also, the mention of a nervous breakdown raised the disturbing possibility of instability in the family of her future daughter-in-law. Carol was very old-fashioned about the concept of mental illness. She liked to think that she kept her emotions so firmly under control that she herself was in no danger of such a lapse, and tended to be judgmental towards those who did succumb. A psychologist might have reckoned that this attitude reflected her fear of losing control of her own mind, but then Carol Seddon was...